Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit UH1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome back to Headstrong. This is Creatives in Conversation and you're listening to an episode with Ben Bidwell, better known as The Naked Professor. If you're enjoying the episode, please do wait till the end and then leave a review and tell all your family and friends so we can keep getting Headstrong out to everybody. Enjoy. How do you and Matt go about choosing your guests and obviously the production company how do you go about doing that that part of the research and getting who you want to come on because it doesn't necessarily matter whether about the the blue ticks the amount of followers it's about the authentic conversation that you want to engage in yeah and I guess it's it's been a bit of a balance for us in that Matt bought that kind of you know sort of razzmatazz kind of public eye stuff and and because you want exposure you know you want people to hear your message you want to be able to share it and um so it's been a bit of a balance, really, um, in, in just choosing people who think had a really beautiful message to share or something that we wanted to uncover. Actually, one of my favourite, favourite conversations was with a guy called Jim Hamilton. I don't know if you've come across Jim. No, I haven't. Um, so Jim's a rugby player. He used to be at Gloucester, so I mentioned. Ah, some of you. well, yeah. I should. I should. <laughs> <laughs> a while ago, a long time ago. And, uh, well, not a long time ago. I don't want to be unjust to him. Um, but um, uh, he kind of, I heard he's got a rugby podcast. And I heard him just mention mental health on the on the report and saying how he wants to talk more. And like one of our big things is we want more men to talk about this. And Jim is six foot eight, tattoos. He was like the, the, the tough guy on the rugby bitch. He's like, if we can get him to talk, then that's a pretty good precedent. But we didn't know what we would get out of him. And um, so I just chucked out a message and said, Matt, what do you reckon? Like, you know, Jim, like he talked about this. We just see what happens. And it turned out to be this amazing conversation. When he walked in the room, I remember he sort of he sat down and goes, listen, guys don't know much about mental health but I'm up for a chat about it and it's like okay well let's just see what happens 10 minutes later he's talking about his relationship with his dad and how like he, he'd always strived for his dad's validation and that led him to his dad was special forces and that always told him as a young kid he needed to be tough to get his dad's validation he had to show his dad how strong he was and actually like in that conversation we saw this just really kind soft open heart that was always there in him but he'd had to play this persona of the tough guy on the pitch and now he's retired I think he's kind of becoming much more playful and open to that space and it was like just that space there sitting in that with this guy who was kind of 
some, a lot of times you're saying, I've never said this stuff, I've never talked about this stuff, but this is kind of what's going on. And you're just like, it was like a privilege. Um, so, like, and some, but sometimes you don't get it so right. You know, sometimes you think someone's there and you quite, can't quite get under the surface. You know what it's like, I'm sure. You're yeah. Like, I wanna, we're not quite getting there. We're not quite getting there. Yeah. I mean, it's difficult because you, you know what you want to get out of it and what you want to talk about, but you need that person to be willing and open to do it. And sometimes it's not the right timing. No. And that's totally fine yeah. because I know that one of one of my guests from season one said to me before we started that he said, I don't want to talk about this. And I said, that's absolutely fine. We're not going to. But now he's writing a book about what he wants to talk about. I'm not going to say who or what it is, but that book's going to come out next year uh, about what he does want to talk about. So it's, the, it's about finding that timing in his own journey, I guess, to talk about what he needs to needs to share. Everyone's got to be ready, haven't they? Yeah, definitely. Got, definitely. Most people aren't ready. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Not yeah, at all. No. That's a really. Ind- I'm going to have to listen to that on the on the train home. Oh, it's an, it was an, it was a, it was a real nice one. Like I, I'm, I want to listen to it again actually because it's been a while. How do you feel listening to yourself back? It's weird, isn't it? Initially, it's weird, and then now it's completely normal. Completely normal. I'm blabbering on all over the place. So I can't, I can't <laughs> help, help but listening. I'm like, Shut up, Ben. Um, but yeah, I, like first few times, no one likes their voice, do they? I not at all. Not no. at all. So like, do I really sound like that? Is that me? God. But it, it quickly becomes normal, and like anyone who doesn't like listening to the sound of their own voice, just it will become normal very quickly. And like, stop judging yourself, honestly. Like, no one likes the sound of their own voice. Just you'll get over it. You gotta. You you've got to just not. Yeah. Again, it comes down to not judging yourself on. You know, if I'm hungover, I'm happy to do go do something. You know, have a a cheap meal but the next day i'm back to back to normality living my life yeah and that's allowed it happens things happen God, yeah. what i wanted to i have a couple of things that i wanted to talk about just about your lifestyle because i know that things changed probably quite dramatically from when you started to go on go on this this new new journey from leaving the tech startup and whatnot so, but starting particularly with your you're waking up in the morning and you're what you do because you said, you know, I arrived here at 9am and you said, oh, that gives me time to do my morning routine. I was just curious as to what, you know, how you start your day to get in that mindset that allows you to be positive and allows you to be you. Yeah, totally. And, and do you know what? It's interesting you say that because like, I, I don't really set up my day to be positive. If I'm honest, um, I set it up just to be authentic and to, to do what feels right for me in that day. So I've got like about 10 different things that, that I rotate um, in the mornings, not, not on like an order, but I wake up and what feels right to me in that morning. What do I, what do I need today? And sometimes it's creative writing where I really just invest Like When you wake up, your mind is very clear and you kind of, I often have kind of quite strong intu- intuitive feelings through the night as I'm sleeping. So I try and capture some of those things and just write and just let it go, whether that's whatever it is, but stuff that's come to me. Um... Other times I use this this red light therapy, like red light's meant to be really healthy and lots of different reasons. So I sit and that's kind of also alongside like meditation, it's quite a time for myself. I just, meditation have a bit of connotation. So I just, it's just time to me. And I sit there with the red light on me. Um, da- like dance, like self-expression, like sometimes I need to play, you know, like like the space that we're in, even like this conversation, I'm, like con- I'm conscious that it's quite serious, you know? Yeah. And I'm like... It's like I love. I'm, I'm well up for conversation, but I need to play like at times. So just, yeah. just in my you know own space, in my own like just move and like however it feels right and play and be stupid. And sometimes I force laughter. Like I look at myself in the mirror and just spend like a few, few minutes, a couple of minutes, maybe just of just making myself laugh. 
um, stretch, like another one. Uh, like I've got a routine of stretches that I have to just, like if I feel like I'm stiff or I need to just, you know, have, again, it's all like virtually all of it is quiet time. Um, but there's all these different aspects and I don't, I don't set myself a, like a, a routine of what I have to do, but I'll always have like a good hour every morning to myself that sets up my day to be in tune with who I am that day. Yeah, it's all about giving yourself your own time. Giving myself my own time, yeah. I, I, I'm lucky in that I don't, my commute was from my bedroom to my living room. <laughs> yeah, sure. So like, that's my commute. And I appreciate, I'm fortunate with that. Lots of people do commute, but um, I also like, like listening to like, things that inspire me. Something that Are you a big music man? Yeah, like recently, yeah. Like music's something that's really... Spotify's changed my life. I'm way behind. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Way behind. But it's amazing. It's amazing. Like I've, I love... I'm an empath and I feel... And like yeah, music to empaths, mm. like, it, like it, it's really powerful. And it's been massive for me in lockdown. Like I've had some beautiful times. You can see my terrace. I just sit, sit out on my terrace. The sun comes round and just listen to music. And I'm like, I do not need anything else. Perfect. Like, I love music. What's on the playlist at the moment? <laughs> oh, like, just whatever Spotify finds me. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, you, like, you're, you're happy for it to just lead you astray and see what happens? A lot of the time, yeah, because I'm constantly gr- growing and growing it. So I, I have a list and then I go to, like, what it suggests and just see yeah, what I it like, finds. Like and then just add and add and add. And so I've got, like, a 2020 playlist where I'm just adding songs into it. Yeah, it's the stuff that I've never heard that Spotify just finds me. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing how much content there is actually on there. You yeah. forget I mean, it's yeah. not just this chart music, whatever. There's so much, so much content, and also all the podcasts are on there. That's it, of course. Yes, yeah. of course. No, it's really good. Are you listening to any podcasts at the moment? Yeah, I've got a long list. Like, there's just so many I want to listen to. I've got a long, long list of of ones that um, I guess like my go tos. Um, well. This is kind of my secret one that I love. I kind of keep to myself, but it's called um, "Quote of the Day." Okay. And every morning, it's just a quick ten-minute, ten-minute chat about a quote, or like someone delivering an inspirational speech that I love. Like that just gives me a ten-minute blast sometimes if I, if I want that. Um, Brené Brown's got a podcast, which is for me is like a godsend. I just like she. I just want to know everything she knows. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, uh, Lewis Howes keeps things pretty I'm not a huge huge fan of Lewis Howes if I'm honest but he keeps things pretty simple I don't know if you listen to him I haven't no um, he's American he just kind of keeps it kind of he's, a bit, he's like you and I similar kind of character to you and I sure um, just keeps things simple but yeah sure gets sure, sure. some like thought leaders the, the world's thought leaders and I know are you, I mean looking at the word play I mean I listen to some podcasts actually now as my my downtime and my wind downtime um, and the, you know, just something to have a laugh at as well, as opposed to constantly watching a screen. I've, I've really, really enjoyed just like sitting on the train. In fact, I was walking here, walking down the street, and I was listening to a, a good podcast. Uh, I was listening to Off Menu um, with um, a couple of comedians, and I was just laughing down the street. And people are looking at me like, "What are you doing?" But I just, I don't care what people no. think of me, what yeah. I look like. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying myself. I'm yeah. using this opportunity to have a laugh. Totally. Yeah, it's important, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, other parts of your lifestyle. I don't. I don't know if you want to talk about this or not. But mm. what your relationship now is with alcohol? Yeah, happy to talk about anything. My relationship with alcohol is alcohol's given me some of the best times of my life, like holidays away in the sun. You know, you just I'll never forget those times. So I, I alcohol's done brilliant things for me. But recent times has probably changed a lot. Um, a lot of my friends now have kids and it's not kind of those days where you just meet up and have a few drinks and kind of through that I've just learned that 
actually alcohol doesn't really doesn't really serve me like as I step back kind of from doing it I'm like actually I don't think it really serves me so for me now I'm just like every now and then when it's something that it's a good party and like alcohol can bring some you know a bit of a looser atmosphere and everyone just relaxes a bit more then I'm in but generally day to day like I don't I have like I, I didn't drink for the first six months of this year really all. not sip no. wow that's no. amazing and do you see that as like a you know um an achievement or are you actually just like that's just another day where I'm just cracking on with things I didn't it wasn't a conscious choice I mean like you know three months in lockdown so yeah like, of course you know that made it easy for me because I'm not a casual drinker and then the first three months I just was like I've got uh, they're basically the other priorities have come into my life like that alcohol provides short wins but it's not you know I talk about don't sacrifice what you want most for what you want now alcohol is what I want now it's a great fun party and it's instant gratification in that moment brilliant the next day it doesn't I don't feel proud of myself for what I've achieved often <laughs> in fact often the, the opposite exactly <laughs> sure sure um whereas what I do love is is getting up and you know I'm, I'm writing a book and I've got all sorts of opportunities around me and for me to be able to grow as a person and spend my day in becoming better that I'm like wow that's cool for me now so I just prioritized that ahead of hangovers definitely I mean you just mentioned it there let's talk about your book and your writing and also potentially this platform that you're going to bring to fruition thanks to lockdown what is what is what is Ben up to behind the scenes <laughs> there's been a lot of behind the scenes in, in lockdown because it's all pretty much behind the scenes but um yeah so I, I I've always wanted to to do something online like it's you know it's a it's a it's a brilliant business to be able to do if you can bring an online online program out but I'm also conscious that it's a bit kind of cliche and everyone's doing it but over lockdown um I just brought a community together of people who are perhaps lonely like they didn't, they, they weren't, they didn't live with other people or they were, you know, they were in lockdown um, and invited them just to join me in a space where we could just share our emotions openly. No judgment. It's a very safe space. I won't, I, all emotions are welcome. I always say so good, bad, ugly, celebrations, disappointments, whatever it is you're feeling like it's, let's just sit in the space and share and talk about it. So I just, I created that space where I just did that and it gave people that safe space. And, um, just the reactions I had from so many people saying how wonderful it was and how impactful it was and this community grew where people were supporting each other and reaching out and people were, who didn't know each other were now messaging regularly and it just became this beautiful space and I was like this feels like it's really needed really needed so I'm gonna actually do something and really create these, a space for these people to do this properly not just through on an Instagram live so um yeah I just got this vision of of well, I'm building this platform at the moment for to create a, a, a safe space for open-hearted people to to connect and and share how how they are and what's going on for them, and to not be judged, and to know that that space is a safe, sacred one, where other people are in, feeling in a similar way, and and they just want to connect. We have this conversation; it's powerful and it's nice, and we see each other and we can connect. Like, there's no judgment. You know, I'm I'm very comfortable with that. But you can't do that everywhere in society. And for a lot of people, they want this, but it's not accessible. So I'm trying to bring that platform to them. Say, hey, here are all the people who feel this way and want to connect with people like you, but live far away from you and you wouldn't reach each other. And you can now connect through this space and let each other see each other and become friends and and 
Or not, you don't not it's not everyone has to be friends in the platform, but you find your people, you know, you find people who resonate with you in the safe space. You've got to be able to explore that space um and just find the people that you want exactly engage with and maybe share share the similar stories to or you know, you could be complete opposites but somehow click. Totally. I mean that's the glory of an individual, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. So that matters to me. Like connection is the biggest thing that I've learned. You know, we talk about mental health. If you're connected, if you allow yourself to be seen and you can really go there and be vulnerable enough to, to, to connect at a deep level with someone, that's a pretty solid starting grounding base for, your men- for good mental health. And I think after lockdown, I think it's going to be a really, really important platform for, as you say, people who may who have been living on their own and have been finding challenges, but also just an, a new platform that, you know, it's, it sounds unique. I know that you say that there are places out there to do it but you know it's the your community that you've grown and therefore they'll feel that feels unique to them and and to you of course yeah i hope so i i have i've been fortunate and crank like there's a beautiful community around me on instagram just like like i see it all the time the comments and stuff and it's like they're all crying out to be connected and i'm like hey I, let's do this the naked professor shall serve <laughs> exactly <laughs> sounds a bit dodgy doesn't it but... <laughs> i'm sure some wouldn't say no <laughs> Um, I wanted to ask you about this because as your kind of newfound role as, you know, a public speaker, a writer, a mindset coach and whatnot, you must therefore encounter a lot of people and talk to a lot of people, a lot of people coming to you seeking advice. Do you ever feel the pressures yourself because of what people are asking you, thinking that you hold the answer to their problems? Does that is that a burden on you and sometimes a weight on your shoulders when people come to you and say, this is what I'm feeling. Can you help me out? Let's talk. Can, come on, help me. Does that weigh on you? Yeah, it does, if I'm honest. I'm, it, it's hard, but I, this, I don't, you know, I feel bad saying that because the, the, the messages that I get are way heavier, you know, and I'm in a very privileged place and I get these messages, but I'm like, I can't serve. You can't help everybody. I have to recognise that myself. And I do get a lot of heavy messages and a lot of people need help and um the thing is i can't how i can't just spend all day every day just answering messages then i'm not growing and i can't serve people from that space so you have to just find this balance like i'm way way behind on my messages but it's me like what am i meant to do a book doesn't get written by answering people's messages and an online program doesn't get made by answering people's messages and i can't get on my life so it's really hard at the same time you feel the the, the challenge you're like this person desperately needs help right now um so it is a constant battle i just it's one that i have to accept by you know being kind to myself and say listen i won't be able to serve all the messages that i get and i have to accept that and just do my best and show up the best i can it's a delicate balance between selfless and selfish yeah because you as you say you've got to give yourself your own time to to grow and work on your own projects otherwise where are you going to lead you probably you could end up in a in a deep hole yourself yeah. because as much as you want to help these people and I know that you'll want to be the individual to help them. There are other avenues to continue exploring. And of course, you know, when your book comes out, when this platform is out, there are more opportunities. So it's finding that balance. You're right. Yeah, it is. And hopefully, like when you, hopefully if I write that, this book and get it out there in the end, which is ongoing, but um, it's like there is a resource, you know, it will cost £10 or something. If you I promise, if you read that, so much of what I know is in that book. Um, it can, it can help you know or like the podcast that you're doing you know it's hey listen to this podcast this person might relate to you know you might relate to this person i think that's what's interesting about podcasts because there are now just so many in the world Mm. but if you find one where you even find something slightly relatable it allows you 
a connection as you say you deeply do connect to whether it's the host or the the, the guest coming on because i know that people click on because of the guest or whatnot but if you find you know just even the, the simple conversation engaging and you come back once a week to listen to that that can always be an extremely helpful platform yeah and it's free and, and it's free to everybody yeah exactly there, is, there are so many free resources i think this is not to be rude to people, but you know we we so often look for the easy option. It's like tell someone tell me, you know, even like with the Black Lives Matter, I totally get it. Some people are like stop asking us for education. Go, and, it's there for you. Like stop leaning on us, and we need to. All of us need to take some responsibility. The internet provides so much information. It so many talks, so much. And I know it's hard. That's almost the hard part. Where do I start? But you know, you're just leaning on other people to do the hard work for you. When you you know, we can all take responsibility. No. When it comes down to it as well, do you have somebody that you lean on, seek advice from? Who is that? I mean, you probably have multiple individuals who you talk to, seek advice from, like your mum probably, you definitely talk to. I know that you've done a podcast with your mum before, in fact, a couple. Yeah. Um, and you start conversations with these people. Who are the people that you seek you know, support and advice from yourself? Because you know, we're all human at the end of the day and you need to have empathy and love and support from others. Yeah. Totally, yeah. And I think you're right. I totally get love and empathy and support from my mum, but I, no disrespect to my mum. She's not, you know, she's not, she's not providing my, um, my education on that. No, of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> she won't mind me saying that. I'm teasing her a bit because that's what we do. But um, we, it's a common fact. It's a common, it's a common thread in our family that we hope to get our dad's brains and, and our mum's kind of love and empathy. <laughs> not, sure, sure. And uh, we all have different traits, don't we? But yeah, I do. I, I kind of, I have a... Um, I have some people I can lean on. I, I still, being totally honest, for me, I still feel like I I would love to still meet a kind of a mentor figure that I really kind of connect with and we share a similar kind of passion and vision and perhaps they've done a lot of their work and they want to kind of see someone else step into their shoes and, and kind of guide them and offer an, an, a, a, a senior opinion. Um, but it's so hard to find, you know. So hard to find, but I, I would love to meet someone like that in my life. I have to be honest. There are a couple who kind of I can lean on, but they've got their own stuff going on. You of know? course, you can't. yeah. So yeah. Um, it takes a very someone in a very special place who wants to give that. To I'm someone. very conscious of how busy you are, but I, you are like obviously a very inspirational individual. Mm-hmm. But so I'm very cautious of how often I do message you. But you've got to understand that I genuinely look up to you very much, oh. uh, and I very much in, enjoy. You know, when I when when I when it pops up and the Naked Professor is doing a live, I'm going yep. Oh. Just quickly check it out as long as I'm free and yeah it's great to yeah have this conversation with you especially um, but yeah I you're, really you're, appreciate that thank you it's, yeah. and I, I like I really really do and I, I'm you know I'm conscious I'm, I'm not good at messages you know and, <laughs> but again it goes back to the same thing like, it's, there's never anything personal not being able to reply to people all the time it's you know you just can't keep track you have to favour yourself first and what I'm trying to do but no I really appreciate that thank you from mentors to heroes was it this year or was it the end of, I think it was this year where you had the opportunity to meet Johnny Wilkinson yeah. and you had the opportunity to interview him in front of a large audience. And that is a pretty surreal experience when you actually do get to meet your heroes. Of course, for those who don't know, if you've been living under a rock since 2003, Johnny Wilkinson, you know, won the World Cup for us in 2003 and was is probably one of the greatest rugby players to have lived in the UK. And he, it's fair to say, he's one of your heroes. I'd say so. Um, when you did that interview and that opportunity came around it's very difficult from a personal perspective to hide my own emotions in terms of nerves um anxiety and um, but excitement and whatnot 
what were you feeling when that uh, occasion was coming around? Yeah, like um, I love this question because it's it's um, like I don't know anything about how you're feeling. I think I love, but yeah, I felt a huge amount, like huge excitement, but huge nerves, like both of that, that stuff. Like oh my god, like every like he was the main event of the show and I somehow was sitting next to him and doing the interview and everyone was there don't screw this up Ben you know this is what everyone's here for um <laughs> so hard I know but like you know you, that's what my that's what my thinking brain will, will be talking to myself so like to be honest with you my process was not that I wanted to numb my emotions but I just wanted to stay present so when I met him like he was just someone I met like you and I was like hey how, you know how are you going um that's like how are we feeling about this and da, 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 da. we had a little chat one thing I did say to him and this is what one thing I really enjoyed doing on the podcast we always we check in and say how we feel with the interview with Johnny I, I, I said like before we before we actually went on stage I said listen I'm going to ask you how we feel um, at the beginning to tear up like this is men being raw open let's let's set it up that way I just want you to answer honestly um, and I just want you to know as well that I'm going to say that I'm pretty bloody scared and nervous because I will be at that at that moment but don't like that's not going to overpower me I'm just I'm owning it and it's fine and so don't be alarmed if I do say that by the way <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um I said that he was like okay cool like you know so we did that and that so I teed it so we teed it up and said like Johnny like um but want to start with how are you I'm, I'll, I'll go first and share how I'm feeling and said that in front of the live audience and I'm like uh everyone's looking at me like this is pretty nerve-wracking I don't know how this is gonna go like and just totally owned how I felt, and then it, from that, it, there's an element of freedom. And you know, then I said to you, Johnny, how are you feeling? And he was like, Yeah, like actually, I'm quite similar. I don't really know how this is going to go, um, and I'm just like pretty like a little nervous, if I'm honest. Like let's just, let's just see how it goes. And we kind of cleared that, and then we just sat in this empty space of like, Well, yeah, we we know how we feel now, so let's go on with it. But um, like fundamentally. So I did feel that, but fundamentally, it was just a massive sense of pride. Like, I, I knew it was um, a challenge, but it was a challenge that would make me grow massively. And it was a challenge that no one could take away from me. Every time I doubted myself, it's like, well, you've sat on stage, you've done that interview. You, you know, you're a better person for that. You can't, no, I can't. My rational brain says, Ben, you're not good enough. It's like, well, Ben, you've done a live interview with Johnny Wilkinson on stage. So you can't say you're not good enough because you've done that. Like, you know, you, that, that's, that's getting out of your comfort zone. That's growing. So um, each time I do it, I just see it as an opportunity. I try and be curious and lean into it. And like, who am I going to become from this? How's it going to go? Rather than try and focus on the fear and like, which definitely could be there. You know, we all have that voice. Do we listen to it? Do we empower it? It's probably not one of yours, but treat ev- everything as an opportunity. I mean, it's a, I, it's a amazing quote. I like that. Yeah. Just but talking of quotes, I wrote one down that I really love of yours, which is life, uh, live life as an experience to be celebrated, not a problem to be solved. Yeah. And I, I really, really like that. But I wanted to ask you, in order to live by this, what are the important steps that you do? I mean, I know we've covered a lot in terms of how, what, how you wake up, in terms of playing, your stretching, your, the red light, meditating. But are there any like, key principles that maybe, even if one or two people take away from this, what maybe they can do to live their life as an, ex- uh, an experience? Yeah, totally. So like, the way I, I see life is that we kind of have two different energies inside of us. One is like the fearful voice. One is like always trying to, it's coming from a place of fear fundamentally. It's like, hey, don't, you're not good enough to do this. Like, don't do that because you might fail or you might get rejected if you try doing this and all that kind of fearful voice. 
and that's relevant and prevalent in all of us like we all have it but then there's another there's another energy inside of us kind of that i always i've referred to like as your heart like your truth inside of you, your intuition almost that energy inside of you that says i really want to just express myself i just want to play i want to love i want to connect i want to just share what's inside of me like you know just my truth and be free and like hey this is me so i the way i the way i see it is that 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 head that voice in your head that's like fearful that's always trying to solve it's rational it's always trying to solve everything and life is this constant when you're in that space and you listen to it it's constantly trying to rationalize everything and work it out my dad was a lawyer and i felt he lived in that space he does live in that space a lot and i don't mean it rudely like he's constantly working everything out if i say i'm going somewhere he'll work out the route for me you know everything is a, is a problem to be solved and um for me the way i see it because i see i do see stress with that constant stress likewise yeah, yeah I, I just want to i just i want to be like I love the word surrender you know surrender to, to to the challenges that come up if we take the wrong route we take the wrong route but it's an adventure and we'll play with it and it and, and it will work out we'll, we'll end up where we are when when we are and it will all be fine and let's not stress about it because the the fun and, and the journey is in the journey itself like if we play with we're present if we just you know be there rather than rationalize it all and work it out for me that's very much the masculine energy doing working stuff out and the feminine energy is just surrendering and, and playing and being present and loving the opportunity and um that for me i've switched you know for the first 30 years everything was a problem to be solved how can i be accepted how can i be validated how can i not fail how can i achieve who do i need to be work it all out and now it's just like kind of like screw it like i'm gonna be me and everything's gonna be how it is and i'm gonna enjoy that and that's that and that's that yeah I love it. I'm really. That's really, really interesting. And I hope people take away something really, really amazing from this. Um, this is. I always ask this question to every single guest, and I'm excited, very excited. I was excited before the podcast to hear your answer to this question. Mm. And so, what does the word headstrong mean to you? Um, what honestly comes up when I when you say that <clears throat> is. Um, like trying to be rational and you know that stuff that I talked about trying to work everything out so like I guess in my language if I'm being totally honest not to take it away from your from the names it's a, it's a great name but I want to kind of be heartstrong like I don't want to work everything out from my head my head is always thinking I want to I want to come from more from from my heart which is love and compassion and kindness and empathy so um I guess like if you're fine, like and everyone comes from a different place in this, if you're trying to find like a, a middle ground to that, it's like you do have a conscious decision as to where you come from. So I guess for me, if you're, if you're going to be headstrong, it's almost like your head can decide, can make the conscious decision to come from your heart, if, you, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, sure, sure. Like that's, that, that for me is like giving your, making the right choices. Like choosing where you come from, choosing choose headstrong is like <laughs> going off a tangent. No, it's here. good. Get more into it. It's great. But like you know, we talked a minute ago about life being a problem to be solved or, or, or a journey to enjoy, and it's like being headstrong is going. Do you know what? I'm not going to solve this problem. I'm just going to enjoy the journey, even though my like there's a voice in my head that's going, make sure you sort all this out, make sure it's all fixed and sorted and rational and it makes sense and you're not upsetting anyone and all this. Da, 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 da. Headstrong is saying, hey let's just screw that and let's go with the flow and let's let this being conscious in the moment 
conscious in the moment, consciously choosing to be conscious in the moment, mm. almost. Definitely. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I've, re- I've really enjoyed that. And I, I, we might be renaming to Heartstrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, like everyone's got a different interpretation of how no, to seal well, stuff. No, that's why I asked the I mean? question to yeah. everybody because, yeah, yeah. I mean, as I was just talking about yesterday to somebody, I mean, traditionally the word headstrong has negative meanings um, towards it. And so I was just, it's it's so interesting to hear everybody's interesting um kind of definition of it because it's very much kind of comes words that come around of robust confidence strong but actually to be headstrong you have had to already experience vulnerabilities i think to get to your point of being headstrong so it's very much an interesting well everyone's as i say everyone has a different opinion of it but i think being headstrong is a journey you're not you're not born headstrong being headstrong is something you develop yes certainly from my my interpretation of it yeah but yeah, yeah, I hear you. Nice. Yeah. Well, Ben, thank you so much for coming on to Headstrong. I really appreciate it. And I, I best of luck with the book and the online platform. Uh, I look forward to enjoying it myself, hopefully. Oh, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. It's lovely to finally connect. Yeah, to me. absolutely. There we are. Thank you so much to the naked professor himself for giving up his time to talk to me on this episode of Headstrong. I really appreciate it and all the best with his book and his new platform. If you enjoyed the conversation, please do go tell your family and friends and leave a review. Every review helps. Thank you so much for tuning in and join me next week for the final episode of this Creatives in Conversation series. Catch you then. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.